You're listening to the Aligned Alchemy podcast, and I am your host, Eichel Francis. In this podcast, you will discover how all aspects of your life can begin to flow with ease when you become aligned with your deeper purpose and reclaim your personal power. Learn how to connect with the cycles and seasons of nature so that you can become more connected with yourself because you are not separate from nature, you are nature. After all, the greatest gift in this lifetime is truly getting to know ourselves and remembering who we are. I'm so glad that you are here. Greetings, and here we are, and welcome to episode 12 of the Aligned Alchemy podcast. And if you have tuned into the last few episodes, you will know now that I am doing a little mini series within the podcast episodes, a little four parter, specifically all about divine feminine and divine masculine energy. So, this is the third out of that four parter. So, I highly recommend if you have not already to go back and listen to the previous two episodes before this one. And then when you connect them all together, the lights will start to twinkle and things will start to make all kind of sense. That is the plan anyway. So in this third part of the mini series, I am going to talk about how it looks once you begin to heal or you begin to balance your divine feminine and divine masculine energies. The previous episode, we talked about what it looks like when they become wounded or unbalanced. So, and don't worry, I have you covered. The next episode, next week's episode, and the final part of this four-parter is going to talk about the steps to get you from wounded or unbalanced to the place of balanced. So we're just going to go through and um, touch on some of the ways that it may show up in your life when you begin to heal yourself, when you begin to balance out all of the energies with which you have in you. So the way it begins to look in your life when you heal your wounded divine feminine energy, you move into being highly intuitive you trust yourself in every part of your life. So you have an intuitive and direct connection to source, to your higher self, to divine mind. And what comes through, you trust and you move with it. You don't over question it. You don't get into, but what if this, and if I go that way, then this might happen as soon as you hear, because for I'm saying here because for everybody, it's different how you connect to source. So for some people, your intuition may come through like in a feeling in your body. You may hear it. You may see it. You may sense it. It's whatever way it comes through to you. When that feeling of that intuitive nudge, because if you pause for a moment, everybody will have had this at some point in their life. <laughs> when everything in you 
you know, some people call it like a gut feeling, but really it's intuition. It's your connection to source. When it goes like, don't go that way. And you go, no, no, because if I go, if I don't go this way, then this is going to happen. And then this is going to go wrong. And my logical brain is telling me that I have to go this way. And your intuition is going like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and you ignore it and go down that route anyway. And it's not pretty, right? We've all had those moments in life. And when you are working from that place of not trusting that connection, not trusting yourself is what it really comes down to. That is the wounded energy showing up. So when you get to this place of every time like a nudge comes through or something comes up for you that's just like, this is the way to go or this is the action to take or this is the direction to move and the path to walk on and you go, yep, 100% and you just go with that. That is such a sign that you are beginning to heal that wounded energy that you used to carry. When you are really grounded, and what I mean by grounded is that there is no drama <laughs> is the easiest way to put it. You are fully rooted in the now. You are not giving away your power to the past or the future. You are fully present in this moment right now and you are grounded and here. When you can allow your creativity to flow without it directly having a masculine energy to it. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that when you can allow creativity to flow just for the sake of being creative, just for the creative process itself. So not because you're an artist and you're creating a piece of art because you want to sell it, because you have bills to pay and the rent is due. Not because you're a graphic designer and you work nine to five and you've got to produce a certain amount of work. Just because you want to explore the feeling of creativity, you know, you have no attachment to outcome. You have no even desired goal of where it's going to go. You just allow yourself to fully be in your creativity and to express that however it comes out. That is such an amazing sign that you are really healing your wounded divine feminine energy. When you can come from a place of being supportive rather than a place of jealousy or like, why is this happening to me? You know, like when you can move from that victimhood to like, oh, this is happening for me, right? And you don't view the world as that's not fair. They have this, I don't. And you start to view the world from a place of being supportive of others' success. And you can actually start to see it as, thank you for modeling for me what is possible. Completely different shift in energy when you get there. When your boundaries are on point, when you can say no with ease, when you can say no without actually following it up with a detailed explanation of all the reasons why you're saying no, when you can just go, no, that's not right for me right now, or no, thank you for the opportunity, but I'm not looking to do that right now. When you can just say no, full stop, period, complete sentence. And when you can hold a boundary and when it is crossed or when somebody 
oversteps the boundary that you have set, that you are not a paper tiger, that you are not just working from a place of like, okay, changing the line in the sand again. You cross the boundary, I'm just going to push the boundary away <laughs> when you can work from a place of putting in place a boundary and being completely confident in your truth around that boundary. And again, not having to explain it to anybody else, just, just matter of fact, no attachment to it, none of the intertwined, entangled energy of what you're making it mean. Boundary in place, enforce the boundary, consequence, end of. Moving on. When you can become receptive, now this is a huge one, and especially in my experience with people who have carried wounded divine feminine energy for a long time, being receptive is a super important part of reciprocity. It is a very important part of Aini, which is this ancient energy of allowing the flow of all energy to come and to go. Because if you are a people pleaser, or if you, let's say you used to be a people pleaser, because we're not working from there anymore. If you used to be somebody that was a people pleaser, and you were always putting out, you were always giving and giving and giving and giving until there was nothing left of you. And you even forgot who you were because you were just giving so much to everybody else. That is a critical sign of unbalanced divine feminine energy. So when you can move into a place of receiving, this is a sign that you are moving towards healing that energy. And what that looks like receiving, it may be receiving a compliment. So somebody says like, hey, love the dress you're wearing. And rather than go, oh, this old thing. Oh, it only cost me, you know, it only cost me $5 from Target or wherever you got it from. <laughs> or as we'd say out here, oh, this old thing, it was only a fiver from Tesco's, <laughs> whatever it was for you. When you can move from a place of somebody pays you a compliment and you just go, thank you. And you just receive it. That is one of the easiest ways to begin to receive. And then you can look across your whole life and see where you have been pushing away and only giving. And you are working against this ancient law of reciprocity that allows flow both in and out, giving and receiving. So when you begin to restore the balance and you see yourself being receptive to things, allowing people to give to you. I'm going to do an entire episode <laughs> on Aini and giving and receiving because it's such a massive, massive part of my life. And it was such a difference when I could move from healing my divine feminine energy around that where I just could not receive a thing. I was just putting out and giving all the time. So it became so unbalanced. So that's a whole other episode in itself. I feel like I say that a lot. <laughs> so there's lots of episodes coming your way. Another sign is when you can be in empathy with other people. And when I say that, it's also important to put a little side note on there. 
because it's empathy with boundaries. So you are not being empathetic to the point where you are absorbing everybody else's stuff. Like, give me all your worries and all your woes and all the things you've ever worried about. No, <laughs> we're not going to that level. Just where you can sit and allow somebody else to have their experience and you can understand and empathize with them, but you don't suck it in and make it become your energy. Empathy with boundaries. Another huge thing is when you can be vulnerable, when you can allow yourself to open up and admit that you're not perfect, that you actually have flaws, <laughs> that you're human and things happen and your life hasn't followed this perfect glittery rainbow path. Because when you consider people that have been vulnerable and shown their true authentic self is when true connection is created. So it's a beautiful opening when you can begin to heal that side of yourself and allow your vulnerability to shine through. It creates connection with others. Another sign of balanced divine feminine energy is when you can be reflective, when you can just spend time with yourself and go within. Like, this may resonate with you or you may know somebody in your life like this, but somebody that cannot spend two minutes with themselves, constantly distracting, either with a phone or a device or a screen or just with chatter or has to have a radio on or a TV on or whatever, just constantly distracting themselves because they cannot sit with themselves. So when you can get to a point where you can just be in silence, where you can just spend time with yourself. That is such, such an amazing sign of beginning to heal that wounded divine feminine energy, that reflectiveness, that receptiveness. And also, as I hinted in the um, comment about being vulnerable, another sign is being open like not hiding yourself, not shielding all the different parts of yourself, actually being open and authentic and expressing who you truly are without being afraid of what judgment will follow that. Just like stepping into your truth and going, this is who I am. Like if it offends you, you're not for me, but this is who I am. And I'm going to authentically express myself in that way. Balance divine feminine energy. So if we move on to the divine masculine, what does it begin to look like when you heal your divine masculine energy? As you'll have heard from the last episode, all the ways it shows up when your divine masculine energy is unbalanced. So when you are working from a place of balanced or healed divine masculine energy, it shows up in your life as being non-judgmental, like not picking apart everybody else, not like as soon as somebody says something or does something instantly going to like massive judgment and harsh criticism of them when you can go to a place of like you go you do you <laughs> like actually again working from that place of empathy of understanding and allowing others to create and express themselves how they feel they want to. Because really, if you are getting into a lot of judgment, it's a mirror showing back to yourself of how judgmental you are of yourself. 
So you think you're being judgmental of others, but really it's a reflection to show you how you think and feel about yourself. So if you are judging others, pause a moment and look at how judgmental and how harshly you criticize yourself. Another sign is being humble, like truly being humble, not working from ego, just working from humbleness. Another sign of balanced divine masculine energy is when you can be protective, offering stability and security without the need to be in control. Because what often shows itself is when people are protective, it comes with a lot of attachments. It comes with a lot of control of, I will protect you and be a protective guiding force in your life if you do this, 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 and this. So when you can be protective, when you can offer that safe, secure, protective space for others with no attachments, amazing masculine energy. When you hold yourself accountable, when you work from a place of very high self-integrity, that is another sign of balanced energy. When you can be disciplined without control. So you can be very self-disciplined, working from this place of self-integrity, but you have no attachments, no meanings, no control to any of it either. When you can become deeply present. So really being in the moment, not being distracted by what do I need to do in an hour? Where do I need to be right now? Maybe I should be doing this, not this. What if I, when you can just remove all of that like brain fuzz and come back and really focus on where you are in the moment, whether that's with your, just by yourself or whether you are with other people to be fully in the now. Now, this one is a biggie. <laughs> this is probably the biggest on this list. Because when you truly have a balanced divine masculine energy, you will find yourself moving from your head to your heart. Now, my Don that I work with says that this is the hardest journey for many to make is the 17 inches between their head and their heart. Because if you are somebody who lives in their head, like every, all your energy is in your head. You allow your reptilian brain, your logical mind to make every decision, every move you make. If that is the way you have always lived and that is what you have practiced, it takes time to heal that and allow that energy to move more into your heart energy, your yin energy, and allow yourself to live from that heart energy allowing you to guide you onto whatever you do in life. So when you can make that journey from your head to your heart, you are healing yourself in so, so many ways. You are healing not only the unbalanced and wounded energy that you have now, you are most likely healing the energy that has been handed down to you from previous generations. So the this work is so big. It is not just about you. You are healing generations that have gone before you that didn't have the tools that you have now. So when you break these 
intergenerational patterns, you are stopping it from being handed down to the next generation. So this is very, very important work. So if you are doing this work to heal yourself, to make sure that you are bringing that balance between your energies in life, just take a moment and really applaud yourself for that. Because this is somewhere where most fear to tread. Because as I will explain in next week's episode, there's some dark stuff. Like you have to look in the shadows. You have to dig really deep. And most people are not prepared to go there. Most people would prefer to stay in the comfortableness of not being themselves. <laughs> that in itself is an oxymoron because there is nothing more uncomfortable than not knowing who you are. So you stepping into this work, the fact that you're listening to this podcast episode right now is telling me that you are somebody who is committed to healing, to doing the work, to breaking perhaps what has been handed down to you for generations and generations. It is you that is going, no, no more. I am healing this and I am moving forward so that others that come after me don't have to deal with this as well. When you are able to feel your emotions. So when emotions come up and they tell you something, it's like, oh, what is this emotion telling me? It's expressing something that needs my attention. When you have a wounded divine masculine energy, you'll just be like, nope, push it out the way. I don't do emotions. I'm just going to shove that down. Emotions are for the vulnerable. Emotions are weak. Emotions don't help me. Emotions don't do anything. If you're like somebody who has traditionally worked from that place and you can begin to allow emotions to come up and for them to show you something, for them to create something in you that you didn't know before, for you to learn more about yourself, for you to learn more about the world that you are living in. These emotions are little flags waving in the air going, hello, <laughs> need your attention over here. So when you can begin to allow that rather than shoving it down or just instantly dismissing it, you are opening up such an amazing part of your life and then you can begin to really feel the emotion because that's what we came to this planet for. That's what we asked for. We were like, um, I want to be human and I want to have this full spectrum of emotions from the highest highs of joy and bliss to the lows of grief and sadness. Like I want to feel all of it with everything in between. So what makes you think that now when emotion comes up, you're like, nope, I don't do emotions. It's like, you're human. You asked for this. <laughs> so when you can begin to just allow the emotion, let it teach you the lesson and you feel it fully and then you move through it. You let go of the emotion and you release it. You don't become the emotion. That is a massive sign that you are really doing some very, very deep healing work of your unbalanced divine masculine energy. And the last one is connected to what I was saying about being deeply present in the now. And it really is about being open. You know, I, that was another sign with the healed divine feminine energy as well. So it, it's no coincidence that I finished <laughs> with being open as a sign of healing on both signs of the energies. Because when you can get to a place of really authentically expressing who you are and releasing your attachment to 
what other people's judgments will be because other people are going to judge you. You know, like, let's be very clear about that. Whatever you do, people are judging you. Like, people are judging me listening to this podcast right now. But where I have to move to is that what I am here to do, what I'm here to express in my authentic version of me right now is more important than me giving power to those people's judgments. So you have to ask yourself the same question. What is more important? Allowing other people's judgments to steer and make decisions in your life or truly living your authentic self and following the path with heart because that is what it comes down to. And I'm actually going to finish on that note. <laughs> I feel like that's a very, a very good place to end this episode. And I am so excited to bring you the next one because now I've like torn everything apart and given you the full snow globe effect of here's what it looks like when you're all unbalanced and this is what it'll look like when you're healed. So the next episode is going to tie all of this together. And I am going to talk about the steps you take to love yourself as you go through this process of healing and balancing your energies. So make sure to look out for that next episode coming to you next week and it will tie everything I have been talking about so far together. And as I said, if you're listening to this episode and you have no idea what I'm talking about, please do go back and listen to the previous two episodes. And of course, as always, if you are receiving value from listening to this podcast and you know other people maybe you're listening to this and you're like well I'm not ticking all the boxes for wounded energy but I know somebody who is <laughs> maybe it's time to pay that forward and allow that ripple into their lives so that they can begin to see these things in themselves have that awareness and begin to make the moves to heal them because when we all heal together, we all rise together. And that is what will really make a difference on this planet. So I encourage you to both not only just heal yourself, but also offer that to other people as well, if you feel it would be helpful for them. And I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Deepest, deepest gratitude for you.